Hey everybody, welcome back to the Gamers Lounge Podcast. Uh, my name is John Meadows. With me as always is Eric and Nathaniel. What is going on this evening, fellas? Hey, hey, hey. <clears throat> Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Sitting, sitting here podcasting. Is it, is it cold? <laughs> is it cold out there? Is it, is it, yeah. In the Northwest? Yeah. Uh, it snowed a little bit. Oh, yeah. did it? Yeah. It was... yeah all, Therefore, it's cold. Therefore, it's cold. Oh, when it's hot, man. Like, <laughs> it's, by it's definition. Been... <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like the 30s this morning. Now it's in the 40s. So uh, everything... Well, it's it's colder there than it is here. I think it's in the 50s here. So, um, it did. I was in Cleveland this weekend or this week, and it did snow up there like six inches in like 45 minutes. So, there wow, you go. good lord, that's a lot. Holy crap. <laughs> Yeah. That someone had a giant tub of snow and just dumped it. Yeah, and that's exactly what it looked like. It just busted loose, <laughs> and it was just like, oh, it's snowing. Oh, wait, it's six inches, and the wind's blowing, and it's 15 degrees all of a sudden. Okay, welcome welcome to northeast uh, Ohio on the uh, on the uh, lake of uh, Erie, because that's the, what it blows across that lake. It just it is cold, and it was it was extremely cold, so... It didn't. It was. It was on the ground all week till yesterday. It finally got above forty and it started melting. It was like holy crap. I was, I'm already tired of seeing snow, and it's not even. It was wasn't even December yet, and I was already tired of seeing snow. <laughs> so. At least I wasn't in Erie. They had a foot, so <laughs> they had a foot in, in a night, and then eight more inches on top of it. So the wow. next day, so chilly, chilly. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta love that uh, that weather up there. I, I I looked at the people when I was working up in Cleveland. I went, I don't know how anybody lives in this place in the wintertime. I would leave. It would just be an abandoned city in the wintertime, and everybody comes back <laughs> in the spring. So it's too it's too cold. So, but anyway, there's your weather on the fives. So. Um, <laughs> Sure. So, yep. Let's yeah. pretend it's a five. Sure. Yeah. yeah five. It's close enough. Uh, it's on the five. Some somewhere yeah, at some time when someone's listening to yeah, this. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. So, but uh, <laughs> now we'll start off like we always do with what we've been playing. Uh, I played nothing the past two weeks. We were on vacation at Disney, and I on my second day in, I started getting a cough, and on the third day, I had full blown flu. So we didn't. <laughs> The third day, we didn't even leave the hotel room, um, which was our last day there. So we had to cancel all our dinner plans. We didn't go to the parks or anything like that. So I uh, literally went to the urgent care and uh, got some Tamiflu. And and the wife is still sick. She's got an upper, uh, upper respiratory. So she's been sick all week on top of being sick last week when we were in Orlando. So yay, vacation. Finally take a vacation and... Blow it when I, you know, halfway through when I'm sick. So you gotta love it. So, yeah, I literally haven't played anything. So, um, well, would you take your Steam Deck with you? you take no, your- I didn't take oh, I didn't take anything with me good. because I didn't figure we would have any time to play. And then, then I got sick and didn't feel like playing anyway. And then by the time we drove home, it was like I didn't even haven't even pulled the Ally or the Steam Deck out of my out of my backpack that I take with me for work. And I I had it with me this week, but I was still so worn out from working. You know, after I get done working, it was just like, nah, I just laid on the bed and slept till morning. (laughs) Tried to recover from, uh, from the coughing and the, and the sneezing and the, and all that. But flu's no joke. Even though I got vaccinated, I still got the flu because you know, it wasn't the right flu vaccination that I got. Yeah. (laughs) So you know how that goes. So 
but yeah, so so I got nothing to talk about new games. I did buy two. I did buy two games on the Steam sale before it ended. I bought um, oh, what was the what was it called? It's not Border Patrol. It's um, golly, now I got to look it up because I can't remember what it is. It's been on my wish list forever. Uh, Contraband Police. Thing. There you go. I was like, you bought it. You should know what it is. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> the. Uh, uh, contraband police that one looked always looked really interesting and cool and it was finally on sale for like half price so i uh i bought it even though it was usually just a 20 dollar game but i thought that one might be cool to play and um i bought uh terminator resistance because i never did finish oh, that cool. on playstation 4 or playstation 5 so i figured well i'll buy it on steam yeah, deck and i'll that. finally i'll probably finally finish it because i was I enjoying that game i bought a, i bought a few things finally yay did you buy anything else? Inter- anything else? No, that was it. That was all I bought. Nothing else really stuck Let's out see. to me. I bought Alan Wake two because of the coupon thirty or thirty five percent off. Well, that's pretty Perfect. good. But that's like yeah, epic. Perfect price. Yeah. Yay! I logged in the Epic Store and I went, oh, eh, okay, it's there. Easy to use. Easy to apply the coupon. Can't. Uh, they they don't make it difficult. Um, I bought God of War Ragnarok because I never played it. I bought Resident Evil Five and I pre-ordered Bro Force off of Best Buy. I like Bro-Force I like Bro Force a lot. Yeah, I Bro-Force love Bro Force. Cool. Yeah, and I think Special Reserve Games is finally shipping their limited edition, but it's been over a year. I think they were waiting to patch in some DLC, but I'm like, eh, I'll just take whatever the version Best Buy has. I'll take your word for that. I quit buying those games because it was just like I'm paying for them and then forget about I, well, them. And, and actually, they're uh, they're closing their physical stuff too. They're not going to be um, making any more. Uh, oh, really? Stuff. Devolver bought them, so they're just going to do huh. development stuff. Well, well. Out of all the limited run companies that weren't limited run, they were my favorite because they were in Texas. They had the little dog mascot. Yeah, yeah, I like. They were stuff. pretty good about like their turnaround times for most of their stuff was, was very quick. You know, I think I bought something from limited run. You sit, you wait. A year later, it shows up. Or gets lost in the mail. Did they do the messenger, or did uh, Limited Run no, they, do the messenger? No, they did the messenger. Okay, because I, I, I bought it. I bought, I bought it for the Switch. They did Carrion, the Messenger, Weird West. Uh, I think they might have done Ruiner too, which I and Strafe Ruiner. I didn't really like Ruiner, uh, but I like Weird West a lot. That's the last game I bought. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting little RPG. Set in the Wild West, action RPG, yeah. a lot of fun. I actually never finished it. I think I'm on the last character, but it, it's fun. It's very lots to do. Very very well crafted. Oh, anyway, yeah. um, huh. bought a couple other things from Amazon. So that stuff was from Best Buy. Um, I'm gonna have to go look at my list. Sorry, I didn't buy any. I didn't buy anything. <laughs> my, I didn't buy anything Black Friday. Not great. Uh, I did. Like I said, I bought those two games on the Steam sale, and that was all I bought. Uh, well, I, I did buy Nikki a Christmas present, but you know, other than that, I really didn't buy. I bought the new Pocky. I bought the like the Pocky and Rocky like remastered or yeah. re- remade game because on Amazon for like eleven dollars. Wow. Like, oh, there, I buy it. Sits in the corner. I'll mention yeah. it. I bought Sonic Origins Collection, which. I was hoping to find uh, Atomic Heart on sale, but I didn't see it anywhere on sale for Black Friday. So, and I, I didn't buy the metal. I didn't buy Metal Gear. The Metal Gear Master Collection. I'm not. I've only ever played like Metal Gear Solid Four, and I wanted to play the other games, but I also heard kind of bad things about the collection, so I'm gonna wait a little bit. Yeah, if I buy it, I'll yeah, buy it on Steam. But I'm there's gonna, some performance, some performance issues. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was it. But yeah. I did buy I did buy a few things on Xbox. I bought. Dredge because I was on sale. Dredge is good. I like Dredge a lot. And I bought bought Weird West because apparently 
yes, I have a physical copy. Uh, and I thought we got a copy for review. And I went back and looked at my emails, and we never did because they were out of Steam. They were out of Xbox codes. And I said, okay, Steam. And I never heard anything back. Mm. So I never got it. So I'd been playing it on Game Pass thinking I owned it. Today I went to play it, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm glad I bought this. I bought a few other things, too. But, yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't really, I don't know. I thought I would have bought more things, but there just wasn't really anything that screamed I need it. Oh, I bought the Castlevania Dead Cells. Uh, yeah, that was a cool one, yeah. And I already had the regular Dead Cells and the like, Game of the Year one that came with the keychain. But uh, yeah. I, liked, I, li- I liked Dead Cells a lot. Yeah, I did too. I, I liked it a I'm lot. Pretty, I have to turn on the easy mode because I'm, I'm pretty terrible. Well, that's okay. No, I didn't... I didn't really look at anything on the Black Friday sale anyway. Well, we were driving. It was Thursday and Friday, yeah, so we, kinda, we drove. So We had family in town, so I kind of like put it off a little bit, put it off a little bit. And then when I did look, I was like, eh, there's nothing really. I mean, besides buying like new waffle maker and stuff, you know, things you know, need and like Christmas yeah, gifts, yeah. there wasn't really much for gaming or tech that really stood out. Yeah. Black Friday is trash anymore because of the internet. Whenever the internet uh, started taking over, you know, all the big sales and stuff, the actual Black Friday, like, deals were are never anywhere as crazy as they used to no, be. No. Or they do them so early they don't actually do them on Black Friday. Oh, yeah, Black like Friday isn't an actual thing anymore. You know, a week. I did, <laughs> no, 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 no. Black Friday starts at the end of October and goes all the way through well, to August. What are you talking about? No, I did buy one thing. <clears throat> I saw my, that. <laughs> my email will tell you. <laughs> there was a NBA... The one-up NBA countertop machines, it was on sale from 200 to 100 and my wife's like, oh, that'd be kind of interesting to have. And I was like, boom, bought it. <laughs> it's, it's, it won't be here for a couple more weeks. But. I went to Ollie's, and they had a, well, one of the Ollie's stores I went to, they had a Pong one. I think it was Pong, Pong yeah. Oh, and then cool. another one had the NFL Blitz, but it was the stand-up one. Oh, yeah. yeah but I mean, if you're going to get the stand-up ones, you might as well get, like, Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter or the, like Marvel vs. Capcom because yeah. it's all the buttons are there. It's pretty easy to mod. If you get NBA Jam, you're still going to end up replacing everything. I mean, that's the only reason to get the big stand-up ones is to like mod them, load them up yourself. Like the countertop ones, they're nice for ca- casual sit down, yeah, yeah, you know, ten minute play. But beyond that, eh, it's just, yeah. they're just fun to have. It was cheap enough that we could put. Oh yeah, for a hundred bucks, shoot yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah. So, Nathaniel, do you want to talk about what you've been playing? Are you still playing Alan Wake, or did you finish it? I have finished Alan Wake 2 uh, since last time, and it is great. Cool. I'm trying to remember. I can't remember how far I was into it last time, but pretty far. Like at least, yeah, you're at least halfway, right? Well, yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. I just, I'd have to go back and listen to what I said, and I might be able to guess, okay, I was probably about here. I don't know, because I played that game over you know, pretty short period, so it wasn't even too long after the last show that I finished it. And then after that, I started playing Lies of P on Game Pass because I wanted to get some Souls Light. Yeah, and... was it? Did you? Talk I would about call that? it more Souls Light. Did you, did you talk <laughs> about them on the last show? There was somebody that had kind of mentioned this, and I, I looked a little bit. And I was like, I did not know anything about this game. I might be interested. Um, I don't think so. I can check right now. You use guns. <laughs> there are no guns in Lies ah, of P. That's not like Remnant. No, it's not like Remnant. <laughs> Remnant is its own thing. It's not as much like a Souls game as they like to pretend. Yeah. Oh, you heard it from him. All my friends are like, you gotta play it. It's a Souls game with guns. I'm like, mm, I guess I'll play it. And it's I mean, on it's, Game Pass. It's fine, but it's yeah. just it's just a co-op type game. It's not like Souls at all, really. Mm. In my opinion. 
like maybe there's a couple little bit of like design things that they pull into it, but not not enough to make an actual like Souls game. It'd be like, hey, this game has jumping, so it's a Mario game. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> it's a first-person shooter with a jump button. Doesn't make it Mario, right? So and it's got a it's got a carpenter. It's it like does it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so we had a lot. Uh, blue collar job. Lies of P is definitely a Souls game, but it's kind of like you have roguelike and roguelite. I would call this a Souls light because it's it's not as uh, what it's not quite as difficult as a Souls game. It is difficult if you've never played one before. You'd still find it fairly difficult, Uh, but if you're familiar with it like me, it's like oh, I'm breezing through most of this. And also, just the level design isn't as intricate. It's okay. a lot more linear. And okay, it's I was going to ask about that. How open, how open-ended was it? Are you just kind of? I mean, it's kind of like you have like a main path that you're going, and then you have it branches off a little bit, and then it'll come back. But there's not even like multiple stuff. It's usually like maybe one branch or a couple of side things. It's not ever very much, mm-hmm. and you're not ever really like needing to backtrack through areas that much. After all, it's very very linear. Also, in like story, because it's telling a story as you go. And it's like in the menu, you have kind of almost like chapters and you could teleport to all the old things if you really want to, to go back there, but there's not much of a reason to do so. Uh, but yeah, I got probably, I don't know, three quarters of the way through and then just stopped playing because I hit a boss and I'm just like, nope, not <laughs> well, having fun anymore. Yeah. This is like, this is not like a FromSoft game where like, okay. oh, this is a challenging boss that I'm going to overcome. This is a... Hey, we did very, very poor balance on this thing. Uh. To the point where it's like, you have a first phase and a second phase. And, like, first phase is like, okay, this is like, uh, you know, if we're going to rank the boss difficulty out of 10, this is like, I don't know, 4 out of 10. And then phase 2, this is like an unfair 30 out of 10. Oh, jeez. Because, like, this, uh, the boss is like a bigger size kind of creature type boss, not like a smaller human size one. Yeah. So it's like that style of a boss, and uh, in phase two, it gets armor, and it starts moving a lot faster, and it's just like, it's so stupid. Like It hurts you for a lot more, and it's just like, looking at the balance of that versus all of the other bosses previous to it in the game, you're just like, that doesn't make any sense. Like (laughs) It feels like some of the numbers got bumped up, and it's just kind of like, oh man, it'd be more fun if it had a little bit better mechanics or something like that but it's just it's not something that feels like hey this is fair it's just difficult and i gotta overcome it it feels like oh man this is just like i i know what i'm supposed to do but i just can't do it very well because it's the game doesn't respond to me and it's it's pinocchio right is that yes okay that's what i thought that's yeah is it based on a book, like a different book, like a different take on Pinocchio? I might have. I, might I don't know if it's based on that, or if they're just taking just all the Pinocchio stuff and doing their own spin on it without anything else. But you play as Pinocchio, even though no one says it yet, unless they say it later. You, but you meet like Geppetto and like a bunch of other characters. They're like, okay, I recognize who that's supposed to be. And then there's some other ones that you don't. Um, it feels the most like I'd say Bloodborne. Uh, in certain aspects just from it wants you to be a little bit faster with the combat and it has the thing where if you get hit you can hit the enemies back to okay. get some of your life back but it doesn't have kind of like it doesn't have the same like mechanics combat uh, that Bloodborne did with like the gun parrying thing it's different than that so in that respect it's a little more like a Souls game the combat is fun and it does have some cool stuff with the weapons where each weapon is both a handle and a blade or 
Hammerhead or whatever, and then you can, at some point, a little bit into the game, you get the ability to swap things around. Hmm. And then you can also, like, upgrade, like, oh, hey, I'm more of a, like, dexterity character, so I want to change this one so you can get items that you can, like, switch that so you can make it a little bit more of a weapon geared towards your playstyle without having to just switch to another weapon because you're like, hey, I like this one, but I don't get good stats on it. Well, then you can tweak it with kind of like the item system and uh, weapon modification stuff they have in there. It's I pretty mean... cool. It's on Game Pass, so maybe I'll... Yeah, it's a really good game. I just kind of got tired with it because I was just sort of like, okay, I was already at the point where I'm like, I'm just playing this to kind of get to the end. And after I tried this boss several times, I'm like, I want to put this down so I can play other things because there's so many games on my list I want to play. What's the matter? I'm taking a nap. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with me, too. That's one of my biggest things. You know, I'll start a game because somebody recommends it. I'll get like a third of the way through, and I'm like, well, do I really want to finish this? How much is left? Am I enjoying it? And then a lot of times next yeah. yeah i mean i'd still probably give it a, lead, a good like seven or eight out of ten at least okay it's like it's a pretty game it runs well the combat's fun like the lore is pretty decent but it's not quite as in-depth as like what a FromSoft game would be mm-hmm. not that like, it's still one of the best kind of like souls like games though because it's, it's it's just not quite as um what mysterious or Kind of like you have to uncover the story yourself, like from soft games usually are. It's very much here's the story, here you go, you're talking to people, you have a hub area that you keep coming back to, and you can talk to different people. And like every time you like beat a boss, then something changes, you might get a new mechanic or unlock a new area, that kind of thing. It's very linear, it's not, it's not as much of a you can't explore as much as you can, even with like uh, the original Demon Souls, which is fairly linear, uh, fairly linear. For the FromSoft games, you still had choices where, like, oh, I want to go to this area or that area or that area. Like, I want to go, you know, you had, like, was it five of the keystone thingies or whatever that you can, five levels you can teleport to from the start, pretty much, in that game. And this one is pretty much just like, nope, start here, you're just going. Very linear kind of style of a game. Yeah. I was I was interested in it. Yeah, I saw it was on Game Pass, so I thought, well, maybe I'll download it and at least try it. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, it says, like, time to beat on the Game Pass app is, like, 30 pl- and then plus more for if you do all the extra. Yeah. Wow. I put, like, I put like, I put, like, 20 into it, and I think that 30 is way off if you're, like, decent at those games and you just re- were rushing and go- going through it without spending well, much I'm time trouble. looking around. I'm not good so. at those games, and I need help, <laughs> and I need the easy mode. But yeah, you're playing as like a life-size, yeah, you're basically playing as an automaton, but they call them puppets in the game, because you're all like human-sized, you're not like a small puppet, Mm. (laughs) which would be goofy. And there's different, like some weird mechanic in there where you can like choose to lie or tell the truth at certain points, and I don't know what that does, but it has something that it does. And so, yeah, I don't know, I got, I was like, eh, I've had enough of this game, I don't think I need to finish it, and so I moved on. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. You don't have to beat uh, every game you play. <laughs> yeah, that's too many games. Especially this year. time, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, I also uh, played a couple of... I bought a few games on the Steam sale and played, got to two of them. So I played Stray Gods, the role-playing musical. Yeah, I saw that. I saw you were playing that. I was, I, that was, I was interested in that. That's, it was awesome. Uh, mostly because the voice cast, I recognize like half of them <laughs> by their yeah. voices, and they're all like 
really good singers too apparently as well because the music was great in the huh. game but it feels like a mix between a visual novel and a telltale game okay because you're not like walking around or anything it's all static art that then like does some changes and things into a light animation but nothing you know super crazy maybe yeah. a little bit of camera move here or there and then it's mostly just like dialogue with you've got your dialogue boxes like you would in any kind of narrative uh storytelling game but then the hook for this game is you characters break into song because it's a musical and whenever uh you get to part points in the song you're picking kind of like which dialogue you want to go with and so it's sort of like the your personality is how they do it so you're either like you know very abrasive and uh, going after people or you're trying to be creative and clever or whatever i forget mm. the description for the third one but so you have like three choices usually and so depending on what choices you make it influences kind of how the story goes and it was really cool i think it took like about six hours or so to complete maybe, maybe a little less than that i have to look at my playtime that's not bad and i wanted to play it again and make different choices yeah. <laughs> to see how that uh changes things <clears throat> But yeah, it's all uh, it's all like a riff on kind of like mythology, Greek mythology. So the hook, like in the beginning of the game, your character uh, has was it Calliope? I think it was the one. This like this muse that comes and dies, and you get her power. And so you're like an immortal now, and then you're like thrust into this world of like, hey, all these gods still exist in the modern world secretly. And then also, it's a musical. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes sense because you're a muse, so right. You know, muse powers is like your powers are to get people to break into song is kind of like the conceit of the game. So you're like you can't make them do things, but it's just kind of like bringing out whatever you know they're feeling or whatever through song. Like you're in a musical, so yeah. You're playing a game; it just feels that way. But that's huh. actually you're like superpower in the game is making people sing their feelings out. <laughs> It looks. It sounds very interesting. I'm, uh... Yeah, some of them are just like, "Hey, you're here, and we're now breaking into a song." A couple of them are set up more like actual, like a competition or a fight or whatever, where you're kind of like having a little bit of a sing battle. But yeah, for it being like the art's very nice, and it for it being just like pretty static, like they had to spend a bunch of money on the voice cast, and you you can tell they did because they got really awesome people and they sell sell that game yeah. that's what makes it because if the the voice uh performances weren't good then that the game would fall apart but it was awesome it kept me riveted the whole way through it was a lot of fun oh okay it's a humble game okay yeah and like when they announced it in their trailer for it it's just like here's a giant block of all these voice actors that you might recognize you know however many of them depending on what games you've played uh from them before I so it's got, bad. but it's got you know like people that you would probably recognize because they've been in tons of stuff like Laura Bailey, Troy Baker's in it, uh, and it's got some other voices that you might recognize even if you don't know the name. So like, uh, there's a guy in there who I know he's in in like the Gears of War games and some other stuff. So yeah, I know like there's like maybe three or four people in there that I didn't recognize from something else. Yeah. With that being a Hummel game, I bet you I'm looking it up right now where I do the the monthly Hummel bundle thing. You have access to the Hummel library. I bet that I bet that's in there. 
I have to look at it. I wouldn't see. be surprised, but yeah, it's worth playing. It would be a really good one to play on like uh, handheld too. It would play really well on like Steam Deck or whatever. Yeah. It's not a very heavy game. You can play it on pretty much anything. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, go ahead. I'm, I'm just looking. You can All right. Keep going. <laughs> I, also, I also bought and played through uh, Bramble the Mountain King. Somebody else had recommend, recommended that to me. So it's kind of like... Um, Is it under Lim- 10 hours? The game Limbo, but instead of being like a 2D game that's silhouettes, it's a full-on like 3D type of a game. And then also has a little bit more game mechanics than what Limbo had too. But you play as a little boy and you're trying to go find your sister because she was uh, like kidnapped or whatever by an ogre in front of your face early in the game in the first like, you know, a little bit. And then the whole rest of it is you running through. And it's very much a very dark, very violent, uh, very creepy fairy tale story telling like storybook thing. <laughs> where you're trying to get your sister back and like like in limbo if you like die your kid will be destroyed in in bloody chunks or eaten or whatever it oh, just depends on part of the game so like 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 limbo there are big bear traps at one point in the game that you can get into so it's also you're not human size either like everything in the world is big it's almost like you're in a dream world or something or a fairy tale so like you're this little kid, but then, like, you're actually probably, like, the size of, like, a mouse or something if mm. it were a real, our size world, right? It doesn't feel that way because it's from the kid's perspective, but, like, all the trees are giant and everything else. Like, a lot of things in the game are very, very, very big. <laughs> and also huh. very, very creepy. Yeah, it looks cool. And uh, I think it's a studio from Sweden, if I remember right, from the credits. And so they're playing on a lot of, like... Nordic folklore and things like that. If I, I don't know. There's a couple of the names of the things, uh, the creature, I guess bosses, for lack of a better word, uh, in the game. That I was like, oh, okay, I think I recognize that one, but I haven't like looked into it to see for sure yeah. what all of them are from. It yeah, I got to the end of that and I was like, oh wow, we're actually going to do that. And then they eventually pull it where it's like got a decent, like happier ending, but it makes it all the way right up to the end feel like this is just gonna be dark the whole way. <laughs> it is if you're sensitive to like dark topics and stuff like don't don't play that game but yeah. it is very good <coughs> especially for like a smaller game like uh, there's a few things here and there i was like i wish the mechanics were a little bit tighter or you know that kind of stuff but for the most part yeah it's great like if like electronic arts made it you'd be like oh but like some small studio out there it's like this is awesome like it's crazy hmm. how good it is it's a very pretty game too yeah it was, let's see Bramble the Mountain King there we go yeah somebody else had recommended it to me I think so. it came out maybe it was about a year ago and it was on Game Pass I don't know if it still is oh yes things go off the Game Pass things... it's a merge game I'm, merge I'm usually is pretty good you know they have a lot of usually good games so yeah, but yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it looked really neat. Yeah, I don't know if that one's on Game Pass or not. I'll have to look it up. I know it was. I just don't know if it still is because I didn't check for the show. Yeah, I, I didn't check. I hadn't checked either. But yeah, that game looks it, cool. It I mean, since I bought it on the Steam sale, it probably is on Game Pass just to spite me. 
<laughs> or it just came to Steam, or, or it just came back to Game Pass. That's usually the way yeah. it is. Not, not oh, guy that person bought it. Put it back on. Uh, <laughs> Have your name tagged. <laughs> Watch him buy. He didn't check beforehand. <laughs> yeah, that's usually <laughs> what happens. I never take it off Game Pass, even though he's sixty percent of the way through the game. That's yep, what it's, happens to me a lot. It's, uh, it's on there for I'm consoles, fine. apparently. Yeah, it's on there for consoles. I... I paid like whatever yeah. sale and price for it and got that out of it. It's fine. I don't care. Yeah, and that's why I bought like Weird West because I'm like, all right, look, I'm 80 percent the way through it. I'm gonna buy it. I'm, I'll finish it. Except yeah. like Wasteland, Wasteland Three <clears throat> is probably going off Game Pass pretty soon, and I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, oh, is it? See, I game. thought that was a Microsoft-owned game. So it, thought... it might be. I had I had seen something today. I was reading off games that were going coming off Game Pass, and that was like it came up. There's no yes or no. I'm like, oh, if it goes off, I'm gonna have to buy it. Oh man, I should have bought it on Black Friday. It was like twenty dollars for the with all the DLC. That that series is interesting. I, I like those kind of games, but man, I mean, give turn, it a that, few that, weeks. That turn-based combat, yeah. Oof. Give it, it a few it, weeks. There'll be holiday combat. sales, so if you really yeah. want to buy it, it'll probably be on sale again in a few weeks. <laughs> and I'll be like, hey, it's a game I'm going to play sometime in the future, just like Cyberpunk. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I'll finish it someday. See, Actually, no. What, what, what's going to happen is I've decided after Baldur's Gate 3, I'm going to try Cyberpunk, and I'm definitely going to come back and finish Control. That is my goal. Or give Control another shot by playing on PS5. Or and I want to play Control for the third time after playing Alan Wake 2. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and i got to play Alan Wake 2 as well. Yep, that's on the backlog. And I look at the stuff behind me, and I go, huh, yeah, someday, maybe. But I'm like 65 and I have lots of time and don't have to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only other thing that I've played was I booted up Baldur's Gate 3 today because they had their huge patch that, among other things, added epilogues to the yeah. game, like an epilogue thing. <laughs> it was and, such uh, a big patch, it was such a big uh, update yeah, a big that they download, actually yeah. sent me a they sent me an email to say, "Hey, we've uh, we've got the next big update for the thing, and here's everything it adds." It's like, okay, this must be a big update if you've actually sent me an email. This is. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I, I patched, voted that because I had a mine, but I haven't, haven't beaten it, so I can't play the epilogue stuff. I had a quick save on literally all I have to do is hit the final boss once in this game, and you know goes into the end game. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I was like, I wasn't sure the last ones that I'd had, and I looked up. I was like, oh, hey, quick save here. I know what that is. Let me see. Oh, look, yep, just one hit and the boss is dead. Cool. And then I went into the stuff. I'm like, let me try doing all the same choices that I did originally. And I did that, and because of reasons, I don't get the epilogue. Oh, I get an alternate. I get you uh, get an alternate epilogue that is much shorter and not the thing that's advertised. So I went back and make made a couple different choices. Like, okay, I was expecting it <laughs> for reasons. <clears throat> so then I went back and like, okay, well, I make some slightly different choices just so I can go and like talk to all my companions and like basically like, hey, we're having a party at the camp six months later, so we can all yeah. catch up. Kind of a thing, and it was fun uh, getting to like just talk with my friends again, right? And one of those things, and yes, new and, dialogue. Uh, it's really cool. Apparently, there's some little bit of closure on everyone's favorite withered cor- withered character in the corner. Yes, <laughs> I know that's not what you mean, but I was just saying, what? Will, because <laughs> Will in my game never got to ever level up. He was always level one, and oh. so he was just he's just sat in the corner. <laughs> Okay. No. Well, uh, yeah. but I know I, you're I'm actually just, talking about. I'm, I'm I don't excited. know that I'm, I would I'm describe it as that 
Finish because the there's game. already stuff for that character as a post-credits scene yeah. in the original ending of the game. That's still there. But yeah, like, you know, I don't know. It, is a, it reminds me of um, The Witcher 3 um, Blood and Wine at the end when all the characters show up and it's basically like, hey, cool. What? Like that trailer that they did for that, but just in game form. Because they have the trailer for that that has like all the characters and even like roaches inside and it's all like, hey guys, thanks for playing hey, The Witcher 3. Like that. Just... I forget what they called that trailer, but it's kind of like that vibe just in, you know, a video game epilogue. Does the little girl with red hair with the cat at the camp in Baldur's Gate 3, do you get to know anything more about her? And you can pet the cat and talk to it, but it doesn't do anything. Nothing? Nada? She's just Not there that I found. <laughs> I had uh, suspicions about that that didn't prove true of like, oh, I bet I know what's going on, and it's not. So yeah. it was just a girl with a cat. You yeah. do You do get to meet Gail's cat. Yeah, yeah. You get to meet well. You get to meet him in the game. You get to meet him. Later. You, you, no. In this epilogue, you get to meet them and talk to them. Mm. You can meet them. There's a way you yeah. can find them in the game, yeah, but I found them a lot of people yeah. won't find find them just because it's like you have it's to go out, out of your way. way. Yeah, it's, and it's if you're not spot. if you're not exploring every nook and cranny in every corner, you you can miss one of the well, easier to miss things. But like, yeah, I was up already up there looking for something else for like a quest. I think I was like, oh, what's that over there? Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> cool. I mean, it's definitely one of those games that's good at that. Hey, what's that thing over there? And then, like, hey, what's that other thing? And then you're like, wait, what was I doing the first time? I forget. I got distracted, and now I'm, like, way over here doing something else. <laughs> or in the case of, yeah, like, in the case of me, I'm like, oh, you know, playing an evil now. I'm like, oh, we can't do that one part or get that one item because we uh, killed that person. I'm like, oh, well. Meh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that makes Act 2 very different and a lot shorter. Yeah. Meh. Oh, what? Act 3 is shorter just because you murdered the entire city and you I'm don't actually everyone. care about the game? What? <laughs> that would be difficult. There's a lot of... down off their knees. There are yeah. a lot of guards and things around in the city, so you yeah, have to be... Uh... Yeah, I'll talk about that a little bit with <laughs> my, my piece. Now I kind of want to do that. Like, I want to do an evil playthrough just so I can see if I can actually murder everyone in Baldur's Gate for no good reason. Hey, <laughs> you NPC that's super annoying, I'm going to take everything and then I'm going to kill you. Oh man, that just makes me think of the original Red Dead when they did the uh, zombie DLC where they had the <laughs> the stupid racist shopkeeper oh. eaten by the zombies, and everyone's like, "Yay!" <laughs> 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 you were very annoying in the base game, uh, and now you're getting eaten by zombies. Serves you right. And now everybody's happier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Man, that, that zombie DLC was good. I don't think I ever finished that, but I love getting the zombie horses and stuff. And man, that was a good DLC. I played a lot of multiplayer in that game too. It was good That's times. why the first Red Dead Redemption is better than Red Dead Redemption Two because it still had to have fun with itself. Yeah. Whereas Red Dead Redemption Two is still great, but it's too self-serious. I only dabbled in the multiplayer a little bit on that game, and I wanted to play it more. But every time I played it, I'm like, Ugh, it keeps reminding me of GTA, which is both good and bad because I, I like some I, aspects of GTA. I loved the multiplayer in Red Dead. Me and a buddy played it all the time and for months, and it was it was really fun to play. It really was. We had a good now time. You can do all the co-op uh, like missions and stuff yeah. in the first Red Dead. I haven't done any multiplayer for Red Dead Two. Yeah. Now you can. Uh, now you can play it again on Switch. Yep. Because it's out. Or if you have your old disc and you have an Xbox, you can still play it. It's backwards compatible. Yep. So. Or PS5. 
Yep. <clears throat> so, anything else, Nathaniel? That was it. That was all. Oh, that was it. All right, Eric, you're up next. It's my turn. All right, so we'll start with the Baldur's Gate stuff. So, still doing evil playthrough. We're gonna play some after this. We just finished Act Two. Uh, like Nathaniel said, when you murder everyone, the game flies. <laughs> don't like that person or don't like the quest lane? Quest line? Slaughter! It's no, it's, so it is interesting because the dialogue stuff is the biggest thing. So you get like five choices, and I'm like, ooh, we got to play that one because it's like the worst one possible. Or that's what an evil person would say. So yeah. it is kind of interesting. Uh, we did kill the emperor successfully when you first meet him. Yes. <laughs> well, the game, the game ends. Spoiler. But that's that's well known. So it was interesting because my we were like, all right, it was a little bit of a tough fight, but I can't. He's not invincible. You can beat him up. Yeah, so we're going to start on Act 3 and see where that takes us and truck along and hopefully finish it. We've been pretty good committing about four hours a week, four to six hours a week. So we've been doing pretty good, usually two to two to three nights, depending on everybody's availability. I'm going to play some D and, I'm gonna play some D&D for the first time in 25 years tomorrow with some buddies. going to play hop in there. They have like a little one-shot campaign that's really short so i'm gonna hop in and play to see what it's like with some fifth edition rules and do it online and see how it goes well, that's cool i don't know what to expect i mean <laughs> I, I do kind of i mean i've already designed my character and i understand how the interface works but it's been such a long time and games like Baldur's gate 3 and even Baldur's gate 1 2 and icewind dale they make it really you know they make a lot of that stuff really easy in the background yeah you know, yeah. I mean, you've played Baldur's Gate 3, so that's all five years on that. Yeah. And they do a pretty good job of adapting it, so if, yeah. as long as you've got good. someone who knows what they're doing running it, it'll be like. Yeah, we got a pretty good DM. 5 so. is very easy to play and, like, get going quickly okay. on versus, yeah. like, some of the previous editions of D&D. Yeah. That's kind of what they did it for. I haven't yeah. played pen and paper D&D since probably high school. Yeah. Hey, don't play it pen and paper. Play it with all the online tools. You don't need yeah, pen and paper yeah. unless you're just taking yeah, like story notes. D and D Beyond and Foundry. I'm like, oh, this is my character is already created, and all I can do. Oh, that's hmm. easy. Don't have to really mm-hmm. look up stuff. So. Well, that's wild. Yeah, yeah I've so never we'll looked try. into it. So none yeah, of nobody, none of my friends play D and D anymore. So we don't. <laughs> and these guys, and these guys are. Uh, we're, we're in fantasy football together, and I went to college with both of them. And, you know they like uh, Star Wars stuff, and they're they're gamers. They're like Madden guys and stuff. But they're I I never would have guessed they wanted to try D and D. But they said like during COVID they're like kind of like bored and like let's try D and D or tabletop games. So mm. they start playing. It's when a lot so, of people started playing again was yeah. was during that. So that's yeah. They, cool. they have a they have a big uh, table. They only live a couple hours from me. I'll try to go play in person sometime. But they have the big table set up with a screen in the middle. Yeah, tell me about that. that that's pretty cool. Mm. I'd, I'd seen those before. Oh man, that's a good. Way. All right, so I played a ton of Broforce randomly. Last night I was updating stuff, updating Baldur's Gate 3, and I was like, oh, I won't play Baldur's Gate 3, but oh, hey, look, there's Broforce. So I played that for like two hours. Of course. Like, yeah, Broforce! There are some of those, some of the characters in Broforce that you can play as are terrible. Some of them, they're all, they're all kind of fun and, you know, over the top. And yeah. And it's, it's definitely a little bit of a game surprisingly challenging. I forgot that it's a little bit difficult sometimes, mainly because it's one, one hit kills. Um, I played some Evil West. Uh, I don't know if you guys, I'm sure you guys know a little bit about that. It is pretty much Gears of War in the Old West is the best way to describe it. It's a co-op game. Shooting stuff, punching stuff, blasting stuff. Yeah, it's a dude bro shooter. Me and a friend have been playing. Uh, he wanted to try it out. It's, it's not bad. Played yeah. for a couple hours. It's it's entertaining. Um, yeah, 
could be worse. Could be better, but it's not bad. It's also I think it was like <coughs> a forty dollar, like a forty dollar release, maybe or maybe a fifty dollar. At, at the time when it came out, it was on sale for thirty recently. So if you're looking for something, you know, play with a friend that's budgety price. Yeah, you could do worse. Yeah. Uh, and the only thing I I got into the Suicide Squad, uh, killed the Justice League Alpha. So I did. I I downloaded on Xbox, checked it out. It's not bad. Um, I made it through the tutorial about an hour. It's a long tutorial. You try Jeez. each of the four characters. Uh, say like 30 to 40 minutes, actually. And then you can kind of... You can start a campaign of one of them. Yeah. So it's interesting. I mean, you got uh, Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, and the Shark Guy. Sorry, I cannot remember. King Shark? King Shark. <laughs> I, can't, yeah. I can't remember his name. And we should just call him the Shark Guy the for shark. all that matters. The guy with the teeth. You need to, uh, you need to watch Harley Quinn cartoon on HBO Max, and you'll learn yeah, them all. That thing is... Uh, hilarious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, probably the, probably honestly, Deadshot or Harley Quinn are the best. Um, Kevin Boomerang's pretty fast, which is interesting. All like melee based, and mm. King Shark is all. Uh, uh, he's got like heavy weapons. It's interesting. I can see how it'd be cool to play with like a squad of your friends. I, I don't know if there's much to the campaign based on the little bit that I played. I'm like, there's not really much. Here. Yeah, I have absolutely zero interest in that game because they're like, hey, this cool su- Suicide Squad thing. Let's just make them not do their actual abilities and just like slap a skin on it. Is what it feels yeah. like. Yeah, it feels like they had something like Sunset Overdrive or something like that. Yeah. We're like, hey, we're working on this, but hey, wait, we want to put branding on it, so we'll make it a Suicide Squad game. And then also, let's just throw a bunch of monetization, like, live service stuff on top of it. And it's just like, yeah. I don't want to play that kind of game. Yeah. Why can't you go back to, like, the Arkham Asylum style of games you guys used to make? That'd be cool. Can you do that, please? Yeah. <laughs> no. No, they can't do that. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Well, maybe, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out a little bit more and see what it's like. I yeah, you know, sent I, me the I invite. I haven't had a chance to I didn't really know what to expect, so I don't really know, but <laughs> I can see why people wouldn't like it. I mean, it's it's fine, but at the same time, it's like, oh, oh. Yeah. It's like they're cool characters, but they don't play like what those characters should play like. Really, it's like, yeah. Why are they? Why is this big shark running around with a gun instead of just yeah, biting like a, everyone? Like a, like a like a chain gun, and I'm like, okay, that's interesting. But isn't he like a melee based character? Yeah, Harley Quinn has a gun, but she also has like a a, a giant shotgun. She's I'm like, where's the hammer? So. Deadshot, Deadshot is the most like his character, obviously. Well, yeah. Because he's supposed to have a gun. supposed to have a gun. He's supposed to have a gun, at least three of them. Yeah, so it's, eh. It looks like it's probably not going to be like a terrible game like, say, Gollum that came out earlier this year, but it just kind of was like, but why did you make this, choose to make this game? It just feels like you could have done something cooler with the license. Yeah. Yeah, but that. That is it. Not too much. A little bit more than the last time, so hopefully I'll get in some more stuff. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully I will too. So, But really wasn't a whole lot of news to talk about this week. They did announce uh, the Game Award uh, nominees and stuff came out, so we thought we'd kind of talk a little bit about some of the categories and stuff. I mean, there's 31 categories. Good gosh. I uh, mean, but a lot of those don't count. Like the 15,000 that it feels like they're for uh, eSports. eSports. You're just like, <laughs> best eSport cup holder of the year. Wait, what? No. Like, best stop. Calm down. eSport <laughs> event. It's like, um, okay. Um, That's assuming that I watched even one eSport event, let alone all of the ones they nominate. You're like, that's not for me. <laughs> all right. 
That's yeah. not my category. I know nothing about that. An eSport coach, you know, I know I know all about the eSport coach. Um, yeah, I, sure. I don't know. Is all that right. what all them eSports ride around town the in is the eSport coach? That's what you get when you play the map, <laughs> Kyler Murray. eSports team. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's just when you randomly pick, you know, uh, pick things. Like in athlete, it's like, I don't know any of these guys. I'll, I'll take they're, it through. They're, the cool, you know, what category is interesting to me is the best adaptation. You know, that's where they take the video game and adopting it to a different entertainment media. And there's a couple, there's a couple things in there. Oh yeah, they 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 knew, they knew what to pick. Well, let's see. Hang on, best adaptation. Let me find it here and click on it. So, while it hands down, it's one of those. The other ones, not so much. There's one that's kind of close. The other three, they just had to pad out the category. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I haven't seen the Gran Turismo movie. I haven't either, but I have a feeling and I know what that one's like and it's probably garbage. <laughs> well, even um, if it's not garbage, it's like it's it's Gran Turismo. Like, what kind of adaptation are you even doing? Yeah. Like, you just slapped a name on it, right? I mean, of course, Last of Us is going to be good. Castlevania was is, is good. Super Mario movie was good. I heard Twisted Metal was good, but I, it's not I haven't bad. watched there's it. Lots of, there's lots of fan service in it. There's lots of fan service like... Uh, I think we watched two episodes, but like the first five minutes of the first episode, the main character's driving and he drives through a mall and he hits all these things. And one of them is the game he hits the and a pl- stack of PlayStation games come down, and one of them is Twisted Metal One. I was like, uh, 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 uh. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, whoa, weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's probably going to come down to The Last of Us and Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. I mean, those. It just two. depends on how many people are right and how many people are stupid and vote for Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> wow, okay. Wow. One of them, okay, the Super Mario Brothers movie is really, really good. It is. The Last of Us is amazing. Yeah. Like, the, the way they adapted that, that show is, like, perfect. It's ridiculous how good they did with that. So it's just nothing against the Super Mario Brothers movie. It was very good. It's very pretty. The animation's awesome. It's just not... As good in my mind as the last there, one was this, as an adaptation. There's this game that keeps making all these categories. It's this little game called Baldur's Gate Three. I'm, I'm seeing a shelf in like you know <laughs> yeah. ten of these categories. Well, we're going actually. To... Uh, Baldur's Gate Three and Alan Wake Two both have eight nominations. Yeah. Oh, see, nice count. Yeah. Well, while we're I down... didn't count. Some site counted, and I read it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, while while we're down on the bottom here with all the other stuff, the one of the ones is most anticipated game, and it's Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, Rebirth, Hades 2, uh, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, uh, Star Wars Outlaws, or Tekken 8. Tekken 8's weird, but... That's a weird list, because I'm just like, okay, I don't know Wait, that oh, these Star- are my oh, yeah, most Wars, anticipated Star Wars ones. Outlaws, that's kind of cool. I that's I the one I've been looking forward to this year, if it like comes it. out next year. I like year, Hades. So. I like Hades. I'm not yeah, I do too. I like Hades Like a Dragon too. is not really for me, but lots of people like that series. So. I, like a Dragon... I, any kind of the, the Yakuza World games come out, I'm always looking forward to them. So I don't count those as my most anticipated. All they have to do is tell me, hey, one's coming out. Okay, cool. You know I'm looking forward to it. You know? I would say probably Star Wars then because it's going to be – I'm definitely – from the little I watched of it, I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah I'm Of this I'm list, for me, it's the Star Wars Outlaws and then Hades 2 right up behind that one. Don't lie. Yeah. Don't lie. You're thinking about Tekken. How excited you are about that? Why is it even on this list? Go away. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I mean, there's plenty of like fighting game fans. I think that are anticipating it, perhaps. But like, I just like like, five things in it. (laughs) 
I was news that they're even making a Tekken eight to me. They're I'm like, like Wait, okay, cool. That still exists. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's like best multiplayer game. They've lumped they lump co op in on that too. So of course, sure. Boulder's Gate's in there, Diablo's in there, Party Animals. Uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. I, I don't know what party animals are. Did I miss that? That's why I, I think either. multiplayer should be, it should be two. It should be co-op and then like competitive yeah. multiplayer. Yeah. They should have two categories. I do too, do because that. they love Street How Fighter you, in there. So You can't yeah. come, you can't be like, hey, here's this co-op thing. And then here's this, you know, fighting game competitive thing on the other side that they're completely different things. How do you even compare that? Right. And it, you know, and that's what I say. You know, the only real, to me, the only real multiplayer game in there is Street Fighter 6. I don't know what party animals is it may be a party game so you know uh, that's you know a, a well, multiplayer too technically but. diablo technically diablo's co-op and multiplayer because you can play you can fight against each other well that's true but. well yeah but i out of these i would say that like street fighter 6 is probably the most like multiplayer focused yeah. the next would be like party animals because party that. animals is also like a multiplayer uh type thing although gang beasts is better because it was like years ago, guys, and Party Animals is the same thing. <laughs> hey, look! Like I didn't even. And know. the other ones are like games with some multiplayer like mode in it. They're not, you know, as focused I, I, on the multiplayer. I didn't even know Super Mario Brothers Wonder had multiplayer in it. So this was news to me when I saw that. I'm like, really? It yeah, I don't know much about that in general, other than people liked it. I haven't looked into Super but you, Mario. Brothers but you know, there. I guess with some of the multiplayer games, you know, they, it falls into the best sports racing category because that's you know like FIFA, that's a multiplayer game. Uh, yeah, Forza Motorsports, you can play that online against people. Uh, F, uh, F1, yeah. you know. <coughs> but those are sports games, you know, so I don't know. It's, you, you, you're, you're weird. Your categories are weird. Um, I mean, but no matter what categories that they end up doing, there's going to be weirdness. Yeah. Because there's not like, hey, here's some cool standard categories that we've had for forever that make sense. There's always some sort of weirdness into it. So, uh, best sim strategy: Advance uh, Wars One and Two, City Skylines Two, Company Heroes Three, Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Engage, and Pikmin Four. I haven't played Cities. I know a lot of people like that Cities game. Um, yep. Um, Cities Skylines Two. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I. You mean the game that they literally said don't buy this right away because we're still working on it? It's not good performance before it even came out. Yep, that game. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm voting for Advance Wars One and Two. <laughs> sure. I, I like the Advance Wars game. Um, let's see, best family game once it loads. <coughs> uh, Disney Island, Disney Illusion Island. I was really interested in that game. I have yet to buy it. It looked really fun. Um, and then there's Party Animals, Pikmin 4, Sonic Superstars, and Mario Brothers. I figure this is where Mario Brothers uh, Wonder will win. Yeah, I mean, it might win something somewhere else too, but like this one, like, compared to all the other ones, it seems like Mario would be the big one in that category. Yeah. And now we have Best Fighting Game before that. Um Street Fighter Six, Pocket Bravery, which I don't even know what that is. Um, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl Two, Mortal Kombat One, and God of Rock. I don't even know what that is either. I've never heard of God of Rock. So it's a fighting game, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, yep. So I'm guessing, yeah, Street Fighter probably would be the best. Or, one. More, or Mortal Kombat. Or Mortal Kombat, yeah. Um, Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl Two. 
from what I heard and based on my experience playing the first game, it's not good. Yeah. It's it's definitely like my nephews, maybe it's geared toward them, you know, their elementary school age, but yeah. they already told me with the first game that it was bad. <laughs> the stuff that Smash had. I'm like, alright, well, these kids know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why is that why, why are half the characters terrible? No. I also don't know what show they're from. <laughs> right. So, uh, let's see. Best RPG, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Lies of Peace, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. Sea of Stars is one that I have not <laughs> played yet, but I really want to play it. Um, it's like, hey, here's four good games and Starfield. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. No, I wouldn't do that Have far. you seen? Like, it, <clears throat> I would. You know why? Because it came out and everyone's like, oh, we're excited for a thing. This is a new game. Cool. And then that wore off and everyone actually started playing it. And its reviews are below 50% positive now on Steam. Yeah. But, it's on, but, it, but it's on Game Pass, so I can at least try it. Oh, yeah. You can I, try it, yeah, but that doesn't mean it's going to be a great game. I, I don't think it's it's not a terrible game, probably, but it's just kind of like, hey, uh, we wanted this to be better than what it actually is. All, all I've heard is, hey, it's Fallout. Like Fallout Four in space. Yeah, I liked okay. it. I I oh, just don't have I don't have time to sink the the time into it. But yeah. I played it for you know four or five hours, and I really enjoyed what I played of it. I thought it was really really good. It was really cool. But based on the descriptions <clears throat> of how that game plays that I've heard, uh, I bet I will get very annoyed with it after a certain amount of time, just based on like, hey guys, how about you catch up with modern game design? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true, too. Um, best action-adventure game, Alan Wake 2, uh, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Jedi Survivor, and uh, Tears of the Kingdom. <coughs> this one may be where Spider-Man 2 would win, maybe. This um, one's like a lot closer, because I think that like Zelda could win this one, because it's really great. Yeah. Star Wars Jedi Survivor has that, even though I would disagree with it. I think Star Wars Jedi Survivor is like half of a really good game, and then the second half, it falls off a lot for me. Yeah. Like, the end of that game really soured me on the rest. I was having a lot of fun with it, and then, like, I got to the end, and I was like, I don't like this as much as I thought I did earlier. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man 2 is supposed to be great, so yeah, I could see it went into Alan Wake 2, uh, writing that, like... It just came out kind of a wave mm -hmm. of positivity, so it could win. Like, I could see any of these winning, honestly. Yeah. Um, best action game Armored Core, Dead Island 2, Ghost Runners 2, uh, High Five Rush, and Remnant 2. Remnant 2 just came up on Game Pass. I'm very interested to play that, so I might try download it. it and try it out. Mm -hmm. um, but the only of all the games on this list that I've, uh, I've only played, High Five Rush. So. And I thought it was high. Fire Rush would be the one I want to win, but I would think uh, Armor Core is going to win. Probably, you're, you're probably guess. right on that. I mean, yeah, I I, I wouldn't say no to that. VR, um, I couldn't tell you because I have yeah, I have no idea. Uh, and they're all place they're all play they're all on PlayStation. If if you notice that Gran Turismo VR, Horizon, Call of the Mountain, that uh, Humanity is on playstation uh resident evil village vr mode is only on playstation and that synapsis game is only on playstation 2 so they're all they're all uh they're all playstation games um they didn't have any of the pc or uh, vr games which i thought was kind of interesting um mobile games i don't know marvel snap's not on here that's the only thing i play on marvel <laughs> or on uh, mobile so i i don't know any of these i hear monster hunter now is really cool if you like pokemon go it's pretty much pokemon go as monster hunter so um 
Uh, let's see, what is it? Final Fantasy VII, Hello Kitty Island Adventure. That one will probably win. Um, <laughs> Hanaka Star Rail, uh, Terra, Terra Nil, and Monster Hunter Now. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, Terra Nil is the only one I know of, and it's also on like you know PC console and stuff too. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. See, I don't know. I don't know any of these. So, um, got me on that one. Um, best indie debut game. Uh, Cocoon, Dredge, Pizza Tower, uh, Venable, or Ven, Ven, Vemba. Vemba. Vemba, sorry. Vemba. And uh, Viewfinder. For me, it's Dredge. That game is one of my favorite games of the year. I mean. I've heard of uh, four of the five of these games, and I've played two. <coughs> What's yeah. the other one that you played? Oh, no, I've just played one. I want to play Cocoon, and then Viewfinder gotcha. I also want to play, but I haven't played it yet. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, Dredge is the only one I've played, and that game is... But, like, Cocoon and Viewfinder have just about as good a reputation as what Dredge did, too. So, like, this is a pretty good uh, category of, like, hey, uh, use this as a thing to guide you for some indie games to yeah. play. Yeah. Dredge, though. I I need that. Dredge is very good. Yeah. I, I, I think, didn't DLC. they just put out a new update or something? For yeah, there's game DLC recently? for it. Yep, there's DLC. <clears throat> yeah, I need to... I need to buy it or download it i don't know if it's free or if you buy it i don't know i haven't looked into it but yeah i saw that saw that they had uh <clears throat> that they had uh put dlc up so uh best independent game of the year cocoon dave the diver which is an excellent game dredge we just talked about sea of stars and viewfinder dave the diver and dredge are the ones i play both played and that's really so, hard and what's the biggest difference so dredge is like a roguelike right and dave the diver has like the overcook mechanic with like the sushi stuff right yeah yeah like you dive you go down it's got the, the you go down you get your fish you know the deeper you dive the better fish you get then you come back then you make the sushi and then you serve it to people throughout the day throughout the night so i'm probably more interested in dredge than <clears throat> They're both excellent. Dave the Diver, Dave the Diver, and Dredge are both in my top ten games I've played this year. Um, if I play, I pick one Stars, of those two. I'd probably pick Dave the Diver. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I Just mean, because it's so over, like it, it wins on personality. I think. Yeah. It's, Although both both of them, it's kind of funny that we have two like indie games that are all like based on kind of like ocean stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. But. Sea of Stars might be on there for me if I've play if I'd played it. I have downloaded it from Game Pass, but I've yet to play it. That's like um, a the RPG that's kind of like sixteen bit looking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like okay. a, I remember what this now. Yeah. People are pretty excited. I think some people are calling it like the unofficial sequel or something. I don't remember what. But... Um, it's almost like Chrono Trigger. Is a lot of people. What is it? Talking about. What is it? Cosmic Star Heroin like Chrono Trigger as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought game. so. Yeah, that's it's a game a I never game. finished. I, I like got ten hours. In, I love that game. I just—it's on oh, my yeah. Switch, which yeah. is my least favorite way to play most games. Multi-platform, even though it doesn't matter for Switch. Cosmic Star Hero Win runs fine. It's just the convenience oh, yeah. of having it. And, yeah. yeah. Um, best community support: uh, Baldur's Gate Three, Cyberpunk, Destiny Two, Final Fantasy Fourteen, or is it Fourteen? So yes. and support. No Man's Sky. <laughs> I had to look at it again. I was like, "Wait a minute, is that 14 or is it... are they looking for like feedback or like you know user developed content or I don't know what are they looking for? Like read hey, the description at the top, man. Recognizing a game of outstanding <laughs> community support, transparency, Honestly. and responsiveness, including social media activity and game that. updates I mean, and patches. Like all of these categories, it's still kind of wishy washy for whatever you make right. of it anyway, because of. You know, all the people that are voting on it think of it differently, yeah, I think. Yeah. I would 
I would either give it to No Man's Sky is a hard one not to give it to because they constantly update that game. I would probably either say Final Fantasy fourteen or Cyberpunk. I would say <coughs> no to all of those and say Baldur's Gate three. Well, but uh, because it's going through all the early access and they're very communicative and they've patched that game like very quickly and they keep doing like all this stuff and they, they keep to, like actually communicating what they're doing with like it. Play style and like. Yeah, I get that, but it's that's what I would that, say. That's going to win game of the year, so you know, I mean, that doesn't mean it shouldn't like get recognized for like everything else too that it does well. Like, yeah, come on, <laughs> yeah, but there's so many other great games out there. <laughs> that's um, not about the game; it's about the community support, and I would say that they were very good at that. Like, give the people who do that part of the thing, you know, props too, not just like, oh, this game was good. Well, it was good for many reasons, right? Yeah. Uh, best ongoing game. Uh, this one's kind of a <laughs> this weird one. Makes one. me laugh. Yeah, because it's it's Apex Legends, uh, <laughs> Cyberpunk, Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. Which one is of weird. these does not belong in here? Yeah, and that is Cyberpunk does not belong in like, here. And I mean, that's not an ongoing game. That's no. not what that means. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, and by that, I would have I mean, to maybe, give it. They just did, couldn't come up with I'd another one. Fortnite, probably, honestly. <laughs> I tell you, I, I think I would give it to Final Fantasy just because that. Any of these like do pretty good as on-game yeah. games, but like I, they needed another one, so they just threw Cyberpunk in there. It's really weird. <laughs> it is weird that Cyberpunk is in there. There is very very strange. Yeah. I think against Cyberpunk is just it's not the same kind of game as those other ones. It's not an ongoing game. It's hey, this yeah. game has lasted this long because it was broken and they've had to fix it, and then they just put on an expansion. But that's normal. It's not like it's ongoing and being updated all the time, right? Like a live service game is. Uh, games for Impact. Uh, uh, Eric, I'll explain this one for you. It's for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meeting or message. Um, <laughs> uh, Spacebound for the Outbound. Never heard of it. Uh, chance... I need you to break that down for me. Yeah, no, right. It's chance of Sonara. Sonar? I don't. I have know. heard of that one. Okay. It's got a really cool art style. Yeah, it looks the the one picture looks cool. Uh, Goodbye Volcano High. Um, I never know how you say that name. Toshi? I think it's like Chia. Chia? Maybe, but I I could be butchering it too. I'm from West Virginia. We don't have have silent T's in West Virginia. Um. (laughs) Well, then say Tachia. Tachia. Like, I got to water the Tachia. That's definitely not right. No, that is not right. That game looks cool. I still haven't played it. Terranil is cool, though. Definitely, but the, like the Tachia ones on my wish list, I'll probably hopefully get it on Steam sale or something yeah. or wherever soon. But and then, my list is huge, Mina. so I can only get to so many games. Yeah, so I I haven't played any of these games, so I have no idea. What is Terra Nil? Is it like a like a sim game or something? Or it's kind of like um, a reverse city builder almost, where you're cleaning up the environment. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of cool. And it's a very, very pretty game. It has a very nice art style. Like, I mean, all of these really have well, a nice yeah. art style. The ones I know of, but yeah. Um, it's just a nice, nice game. Yeah, it's fun. cool. Uh, innovations and accessibility. Uh, Diablo 4, Forza Motorsports, Hi-Fi Rush, Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1, and Street Fighter 6. I have no idea what any of these games did. So I don't either. I, I don't either because I have no, you know, I'm not in that. 
I, I don't have any accessibility things that well, I would ever Other play. than Hi-Fi Rush, Wait. I haven't even played the rest of these, so I haven't even seen the menu what's there, right? Yeah. So I can't even guess. Right. Try, to make it, try to make it so every, anybody can enjoy it. Right. Yeah, so it's just uh, all, how many like features and things they've added to make it easier for various different people to play it, right? basically is what this category is about. Yeah, and and I can't, I can't, I can't say anything on that because I really don't know. Uh, Best performance, uh, Ben Starr in Final Fantasy. Wow. This uh, is something, no, 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 not boo to the people, oh. boo to just one category. <laughs> it needs to be like more than one category, at least best performance and best like supporting performance or something, because there's too many out there that are not in this list that should be. Oh, yeah. And all of the ones that are still here, like they're also oh. probably should be here. So, like, the fact that you can only have six is just like, oh man, come on, yeah. there's so many other good ones. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I would probably give it to the Neil Newborn for the Boulder's Gate, even though everybody in that game. <laughs> should get it. It shouldn't just be one person out of that, you know, because I mean, I thought all the performances were really the good. The entire cast of that game is very good, yes. Yeah, yeah. Give so. it to the narrator of that game, honestly. It's kind of like the one that you don't think about because it's not an actual character, but like the woman who voices the narrator in yeah. Mobile 3 is great. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, as much as I I'm not like, sure who win this one. Because honestly, like for me, if I just had to pick one, I'd probably go for the Alan Wake 2 or for Baldur's Gate 3 yeah. actors there. But like all of the people here are really good. Yeah, they are. It's, that's like, a, I don't know, man. That's <laughs> a hard one. They should have They should have done it differently. We have like 15,000 esports categories or like six, whatever it is. And we only have one for performance. Like yeah. we could probably split it at least for best performance and like supporting performance maybe even though video games don't do quite the same thing as what movies do but like it, we could figure out something to make it where it's not just like six people in one category or you just expand it where like hey here's 20 people like that wouldn't work either right like, it's kind of like come on there's like enough at this point you could probably do something i would think um, best audio design alan wake 2 dead space high-fire rush spider-man 2 and resident evil 4 Alan Wake 2. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it'd be Alan Wake or Dead Space. Those would probably be the two. And I haven't played either one of them, but I'm, I heard good things about Dead Space and Alan Wake. So, Although, I would also go <laughs> with Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah, Hi-Fi. Oh, Hi-Fi is good. Just because of the, like, you wouldn't think of it in the same way, but just because of all the different systems for how the music ties into that game and how mm -hmm. it layers based on what you're doing is really cool in that game. So that's also, like, really cool audio design, just in a different direction than some of these other ones. Yeah. Um, best music and score, uh, Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Hi-Fi Rush, and uh, Tears of the Kingdom. That one, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I can tell you the ones that, the one that I would say is the bottom of my list, and that'd be Final Fantasy 16, and it has some good music, but like the other ones have more good right. music. Because okay. yeah. Final Fantasy 16 repeats a lot so you have like the same battle music and some other stuff just like shows up and it's like it's not that it's bad it's just the other ones are also great and there's right. more of it yeah and i mean i don't even know what i would choose because they're all really good yeah they are uh, <laughs> yeah I, I don't know what i would choose on that one either i mean I, if i had to guess what one would probably i'm going to guess it's probably going to be Baldur's gate or maybe alan wake but uh i would like to see high five rush win just because i you know that's i 
but all of them are awesome. Yeah, it's that one's a hard one. Uh, the only thing that I would say is holding Hi-Fi Rush back is it's not as much of like a score right. as the other ones are, and so it doesn't stick out as much. And also, it's the, got the whole thing against of it came out at the beginning of the year, so people forget about it. Yeah, uh, going against too. it, but it's still great. Yeah, uh, best art direction: Alan Wake Two, Hi-Fi Rush, Liza P, uh, Mario Brothers Wonder, and Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. That's a tough one. It is it's a tough one. Good. Mario looks really good. Uh, yeah, they're all I, really good art in very different styles. Hi-Fi yeah. has that like that cell shading to it, so unique, and I don't know. All of them look good, so I, I don't know. Yeah, that one's another hard one to 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 to. Hi-Fi Rush is that game just looks so good. I don't know. I think that I would lean. I like Hi-Fi Rush a lot, and it would probably be my number two, but I think I would go with Alan Wake 2 just based on some of the like, yeah. things that they do in that game. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. Um, I, I hope they have the breakdown afterwards so you can see what percentage have got voted yeah, for. Yeah, do they do that in the past? I don't I don't remember, I don't remember either, I, I but I really I hope they, they do. I announce winners. I would really like because also to do that this I don't. Year. It's also like what is the actual breakdown for like all of us voting versus like the you know actual like panel people whatever you call them, them voting yeah. and how that breaks down. I, I, I would, don't think I, I don't think that the public voting weighs in as much as they want you to think it does. I don't think it does either. But I <laughs> I would I would like to see the breakdown because there's just so many good games in these some of these categories that I I want to yeah. see how close they actually were. You know, just with the. I don't. I don't need to see the you know the uh, the actual voters. Just the community voting. I would like to see you know. They just put it like the end of a Telltale game or something. For yeah. Like, here's all the choices and the percentages of them. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, best narrative: uh, Alan Wake Two, Baldur's Gate Three, Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy 16, and Spider-Man Two. Hmm. I mean, Baldur's Gate has a great narrative <laughs> but so does cyberpunk um, <laughs> uh, I haven't played any of the other ones so I can't say I'm going to say I cyberpunk won't win because not enough people have played that yet Yeah, Baldur's Gate 3 will probably win just because so many people have played it if I had to pick it would probably be Baldur's Gate but Alan Wake 2 would be very close because it's narrative is really cool yeah Final Fantasy 16 does not win my vote because it's it's narrative just goes it's like hey it's cool and it's just like it's a downward slope throughout the whole game. <laughs> At least for me it was like other people I'm sure feel differently but yeah. for it was like okay okay no uh, it's not as like unique or surprising and they're not doing as much with it and like the characters are just kind of like okay we're just going to here to do it and it just didn't have as much fun like narrative structure to it right it's just like okay that's what i expected yeah. after a while um, so just compared to the other ones i don't think that for me it would be as good it's not like it's bad it's just right all right um best game direction alan wake 2 Baldur's Gate 3 spider-man 2 uh mario brothers wonder and tears of the kingdom now my question before we answer this one and then the game of the year because the only difference in the list is they added Resident Evil 4 uh, remake to that one. Uh, do you think the game that wins best... The game that... W- 
do you think they'll have two different ones? They'll have the game that wins the ga- uh, game of the year, and then you'll have a different game that wins best game direction. Like would Alan Wake two win game of best game direction, but Boulder's Gate mm-hmm. three would win. I don't game remember how that's gone in past game awards, so I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just I don't know the, if they usually pair up or if they usually split. Yeah, it's different. I don't remember so, how that's gone down. I can't either. But to me, this feels like well, this is the consolation prize. So if you win this, you're not winning game of the year. Yeah, I don't know that that's the case. Either. I don't either. You know, I, I don't remember how any of that stuff went down last year. I mean, I probably could look it up real quick, but uh, you know, you know, I can't. I can't say because I, based I, on having played one and then knowing its reputation of stuff, I think that like if you're going on actual like innovation in game direction and design, like it says, there's only two in here that actually like should, and that would be Alloway Two and Super Mario. Yeah, because they're doing like some creative stuff like Baldur's Gate Three. Also, great game direction and stuff, but it's not quite as quote innovative even though it does some innovative stuff. But the innovation with Baldur's Gate 3 is like, hey, we took these CRPGs that have been around forever and we gave it a giant AAA budget, and so it's just way more polished than you might be used to. Right. But it's, you know, it's good game direction. It's just not as innovative as some stuff, so I don't know. But it's like all of these, I think, have good game direction. Oh, yeah. So who knows? I can see any of them winning, honestly. I don't know. Yeah. It just depends know. on, you know... People voting what they think of for this category. Oh, I just want you know this one to win, or if it's just like oh, you know whatever, I'll pick uh, whatever just because I think it was good, or yeah. if it's like okay, well this one's a game of the year. I'll do something different here. Who knows what people feel, right? So, so. just a, a quick pull of last year's game of the year uh, was Elden Ring. Best game direction was Elders or Elder Ring. So okay. there you go. You can't you can win both. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So uh, let me just. Let's just see. I'm just curious. Let's just go back. I to mean, 21. like, unlike for some previous years where you could go and be like, "Yeah, it's pretty much landslide going to be this one." You don't have quite as much of that this year. Although you do have like the big juggernaut that you think is going to win, but I could easily see a lot of these winning, just because a bunch of people were like, "Well, I'm going to do a counter vote because I don't want that big thing to right. win." Right. You never know how it's going to shake out. So. And, like, there's just so many really good things in the list. Yeah. It's kind of like, all right, they'll well, steal votes from each other. In 21, it was uh, It Takes Two was Game of the Year, and Best Game Direction was Deathloop. So, you know. That's some weird choices. Yeah, and It Takes Two was actually nominated in Best Game Direction, of course. So, you know. Um, so, who knows? I mean, who knows how it could go. But. Yeah, it's one of those where it's like, this isn't like a standard thing. Everybody <laughs> knows what it is. It's like... Some people think of it in one way, some people think of it another, and some people weight more things, mm-hmm. you know, in there, like, oh, it's not as innovative, so I'm going to do this one, but then this one was like, it's just really well polished and all that, so I'm going to weight it more towards this one. It's just... So, you know, you don't have any clue how it's going to actually right. turn out until yeah. it's like, oh, sure, cool. So, like I said, Game of the Year, Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, uh, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, uh, Mario Brothers Wonder, and Tears of the Kingdom. So, which one do you guys think will win, and why is it Baldur's Gate? <laughs> because well. a bajillion people played it. <laughs> it's yeah. a phenomenon and an amazing game, yeah. so if it doesn't win, it would be surprising. However, only one of these, if it won, I would make me upset. <laughs> and that's Resident Evil 4? That's um. Resident Evil 4. It's like, it could be great. It, in fact, I think it's supposed to be very great because, like, take a great game and then make a good, you know, reboot of it like they've done with the 
previous Resident Evil reboot yeah. remake games, whatever, but it's still a remake. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think it should have been nominated. Not in this list. I just I just don't. But Yeah, I mean but hey, whatever. It's like it's there. Who cares? Yeah, whatever. I mean... If it did, everybody would be like, wait, what? <laughs> what happened there? Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, like the underdog out of all the But uh, I figure if Baldur, it's it's going to come down to Baldur's Gate and Alan Wake. I figure those would be the two, the two that will come between. I don't, I don't see Zelda winning it again. Um, That's the only thing holding Zelda back, I think, is winning it again. Because it feels like... Yeah. It's just Zelda again, even though it did a lot of new things within that. It still has like, oh, this we know what this is, and it doesn't feel as new. And right. even though it's great, yeah. I think that'll hold back some people back from voting for it. Plus, also it was earlier in the year too. Right. Who knows? Like this one thing about this year is there's so many just really big heavy hitter games that's kind of like, well, who knows? Maybe they'll all end up stealing votes from each other, and then like Maybe. one will sneak in there. It could, yeah. I mean, it absolutely could. I just... Spoiled for choice. That's what we are this year. Spoiled for choice. Yep, absolutely. Um, and that's going to be December 7th, so that's, what, next mm-hmm. Thursday, or this next coming Thursday. Thursday. Such yeah, a weird Thursday. day of the week to have it on a Thursday. It's like, always yeah. been on I know, Thursday. and it's <laughs> I know, but it's just such a weird... Yeah, Why is that weird? Well, it's a work it's day. For, you can do it whenever. I know, but it's a it's a work night for me, and it runs till twelve o'clock in the morning, and I just I can't stay up that late and watch it all. So I end up usually watching about half of it, and then waking up in the morning to see who won. It's like do it on a Friday where I could stay up and watch the whole thing. Just bump it one day. That's all I ask is one day. They put I'll... it on Thursday so more people can watch it. I know because if they put it on Friday, there's too much competition from some other random thing or whatever. Uh, not right? anymore. So... Everything. This is the year to put it on Friday. There's nothing new on. <laughs> Everybody's just coming back from the strike. <laughs> nothing. So... <laughs> well, it's it, well, it's that, but it's also like, hey, people are going out on Friday to do go see movies, to go do this, to go do whatever. Even the play Friday, video Thursday. games don't go out. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't go out on friday nights what are you talking about <laughs> yeah a little bit more of a captive audience on thursdays because they have to go to work the next day they're gonna be there and they can watch i guess <laughs> i don't know i know ask I, jeff Keeley why thursday <laughs> uh, yeah but but yeah so Hopefully, uh, we might. Well, I don't know if we'll do a, a show next weekend after that, but we'll definitely talk about it on the next show that we do because um, we'll go back through and <clears throat> and see how we how uh, how things turned out. But uh, it's just so many good games this year. This year is just absolutely just chocked full of. Yeah, I haven't even gotten to Spider Man two yet, and I want to yeah. play that one. And there's like. I don't know. I have my nice running list of games I want to play, and then slowly tick them off. <laughs> yeah, I mean so, it's yeah, slowly working. This yeah, year's yeah. been insane for games. So that's all. All uh, all I got. Has anybody got anything else before we uh, call it a show? I don't have anything else. All right. Well, like I always say, guys, um, we don't really stream it. We're not streaming it right now, uh, as far as the show goes. So you know, you know, the only way you're going to get it is on the podcast feed. So. I would say I'll follow us on Twitter if you want to follow us, if you want to come hang out live with us. But since we don't really do it live uh, at the moment, there's no sense in that. So, 
you'll hear it when you hear it because it'll just pop up on your feed magically. Or if it'll be like the, like the last show, I forgot to post it before we left for vacation <laughs> or before I left for work. So I had to, I didn't get to, uh, didn't get to post it till the day before we left for vacation. So it was like, Ooh. oh, I forgot to post the show before I left for work. So, cause I had to roll out on a Sunday. So it, you know, usually I post the show on a Sunday and I didn't post it on Saturday. It was like, oh, I forgot. Oh, well, I don't have time. I'll just have to get it when I get back in town. So, but that's all right. You didn't know that. You had no idea until I just said it. You didn't know what was going on. It's all magic and smoke and mirrors. Just threw yourself under the bus. Ah, that's all right. I deserve it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but like I say, we should we should be back in about two weeks. So, uh, if if not sooner, so we'll see we'll see how things go. But uh, but thanks a lot, guys, for hanging out and listening. And we'll catch you all next time. podcast is part of the Gamers Lounge Radio Network. Get more gaming news and shows at www.the-gamers-lounge.com.